Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to share with you yet again another episode that I didn't see coming. Um, I'm telling you, Romans again, Romans for the win, right? (laughs) So today I want to talk to you a little bit more about obedience and sacrifice because everybody loves this topic, right? But I want to talk to you about it from the perspective of how we know it's hard, but that it is exactly what God wants and how he wants us to have an obedient heart. And this is an area that is difficult for a lot of people to understand, especially because They're trying to connect the dots between weight loss and seeking God. A lot of women also share with me that they struggle, that, you know, they have doubts. Like, does God really want them to lose weight? Or Sherry, is it vain of me to seek God for my weight loss? And the truth is this. If you're seeking God to lose weight, that is not vain. But if you're using God to lose weight, that's vain. But don't worry about it because he sees your heart. And if your heart is not pure, girl, you're not going to lose weight. (laughs) So that's why I want to share with you, you know, what's leaping out of the Bible for me today as I read through Romans 12, 1 and 2. Because this is where, this this is the part of the Bible that talks about sacrifice and how sacrifice is important. But God wants our obedient heart. Make that connection there. He doesn't want your obedience to a plan that you're following in your head. He wants your obedient heart. It is all over the Old Testament about how obedience from the heart is much more important to God than sacrifices, okay? Don't look at it as, oh, I'm not eating the cake because I'm sacrificing for God. No, he wants you to just be obedient because Your faith is in him. Your faith is in the fact that he is transforming you. He is making you to become the woman that he's always intended for you to be. He is not just answering your prayer to be a size four. He wants you to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. He wants you to do this daily, laying aside your own desires to just follow him, putting all of your energy and resources at his disposal and trusting him to guide you. So how do I know God wants us to lose weight seeking him and not a number on the scale? That The reason I know that is from Romans 12.2. Romans 12.2, as y'all know, that's my favorite scripture. It says, let God transform you into, into a person by changing you into a new person by changing the way that you think. And then you will learn God's will for yourself, for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I mean, this tells me that he wants what is best for you as much as you want it. I mean, do you think that God wills for us to be overweight and unhappy and making idols of our food and worshiping how things taste and flavor and all of that? I mean, do you think he wants you suffering with hating how you look or how you feel? Or maybe even spending all of your time exercising and focusing on the number on the scale? No. He tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. All over Matthew. He doesn't say seek first the kingdom of your bod. 
No. I mean, Romans 12.1 even says <clears throat> that he that he wants us to be transformed people with renewed minds, living to honor and obey him, even in weight loss. And we do this by letting him. Romans 12.2 says that we have to let him. Let means that you have a part in this agreement. And you do this by accepting that, you know, daily you will have to make sacrifices. <clears throat> but you don't do it with your focus on dieting and counting calories and all the things. You put your focus on how he wants to transform you for his kingdom, to bring glory to him because your obedience is an act of worship. Your transformation is going to bring him so much glory. The Holy Spirit being inside of us as Christians and women of profound faith, we have our ability to discern the Holy Spirit's guidance. Let the Holy Spirit work. The Holy Spirit will transform you. He'll work to transform you from your dieting thoughts and help you to crucify the patterns of this world that cause you to still think like a dieter. Because trust me, I know how hard that is to shake. But actively pursue letting him transform you as he renews and re-educates and redirects your mind. It's going to be difficult. That's where the sacrifice comes in. This is where your ability to be transformed truly takes root and begins. And your physical transformation, like I said, will be for his glory, not your own. So when it's hard or you feel weak or you feel tempted, seek God's strength, not your own. That's the dieter's mentality. That's the pattern of the world that he's trying to break in you. Don't lean on that willpower. Seek God power and your physical transformation is right there. It is on the other side of you believing that God wants you to be transformed and set free from what has been holding you back. I believe that the enemy uses our food and our spiked insulin and our cravings and all of these to hold us back, to keep us stuck in our fat pants, to keep us living in mediocrity, for us to start loathing you know, ourselves and for us to develop this negative self-talk and all of the things. But when you accept that you're, that God wants to transform you and that you have a role and that role is you being obedient in your heart and seeking him and you begin to surrender, needing to fit into the mold of the world standards of perfection in a size four. When you accept that, you begin to see that your obedience is an act of worship. Let your body be a living and holy sacrifice, just like the Bible tells us. Let him transform you as you step into physical blessings. Now you need to expect that it's going to be hard. Expect that there will be a lot of work, the prepping and planning and protecting your schedule and eating what you prepare and going to bed and all of the things and expect that God will bless your obedience. Oh, even in weight loss, he sees your heart. Make your obedient sacrifices a true act of devotion to him, not just some hollow ritual. Your obedience is really just empty if your eyes are still set on only being thin. You are being made holy on this journey. I've told you so many times, we're on the narrow path. We've entered the narrow gate of our salvation. We're on the narrow path. We're being sanctified. We're being made holy to be in his presence. Our ultimate goal is to bring glory for him. 
to the kingdom. Other people are going to see what you're doing. They're watching you. Ah, I just want to impress upon your heart today that who you are becoming is so much more important than just being thin. Hey, wait a minute. There's some more. (laughs) All right. So after I finished recording the podcast yesterday, God just impressed upon my heart that he was not done talking to me about this issue, that there was more that he wanted to say to me. And as a result, to say to you about the importance of our obedience. So I feel like I want to clarify something. I want to clarify that, yeah, obedience is better than sacrifice, but that it can be confusing sometimes in weight loss. So let me clarify this just a little bit more. This is going to be just a few more minutes. We know now that sacrifice, well, if we don't know, (laughs) let me tell you, because this is kind of what God really just impressed upon my heart as I was going through my day yesterday, that sacrifice is from the heart when we're seeking God and not, you know, a number on the scale. But sometimes that sacrifice, that saying no to that food when you're at the restaurant, sometimes it makes it, it manifests like in a, a feeling of obligation in your soul, in your core, in your body, like physically, you feel like, oh, it's an obligatory, I'm saying no to the French fries. And somehow it starts to affect you in your heart. Like you start to get sad. You don't even realize that your sacrifice that you're trying to do from your heart for God starts to manifest in your body. And that's where it gives birth to, you know, a little bit of depression about not being able to have the foods and a little bit of FOMO. But obedience is also from our hearts. But when you step into obedience, it just starts to feel like love. And it also affects you. But it but it starts to really kind of manifest with joy and love. Because, I mean, this is how I'm seeing it now. Obligation and sacrifice, those feelings that you feel, you know that you're doing it for God, but they they start to manifest in the physical That's when you are just complying and you have a little bit of the wrong motive. You don't realize that you need to snap out of the dieter's mentality because that dieter's mentality is very difficult to crucify. It's hard to get rid of. But when you're obeying, that means that you're you're trusting out of the love of of your heart for God and to God. And you're doing it as an act of honor and obedience. I notice this in myself now. You know, it's one of those things where I don't always, as I've gone through this journey is, you know, being a Christian life coach for weight loss, I've not always been able to articulate where my obedience came from and how it, what it looks like or what it looked like on the journey. So I want to give you this context because now I can reflect back and and see it. Um, But I want to leave you with this today that sacrifice is important but it's not as important as obedience. We see it all through the scriptures that I just shared with you, but I want to take and take you through a few more scriptures because in the Old Testament, sacrifice came as a form of really payment for sin, if you think about it. And it was a way, it was think about it this way, it was a way to still kind of pass the class even though you didn't do all the work, you didn't do it well, or you didn't do it as it was expected or on time. You remember back in high school. <laughs> but God is saying to you right now, do the work every single day as expected on time. In First Samuel 15, 1 Samuel 15.1, um, you'll read, 
It's 15, one through, I think about 23. You read the story about King Saul and it lays out beautifully this kind of example with King Saul. He was told in the Bible, he was told to go and to destroy the Amalekites, but he only destroyed what he wanted to, not what God told him to. And he kept what was not valuable or what was valuable, I mean. So if something was valuable, he decided to obey God to the extent that it was obedience, but then he did what he wanted to in the flesh. And this would be like for us, this would be like us saying, you know what, I'm going to follow my meal plan Monday through Friday, but on the weekends, I deserve to let loose and enjoy food with my family because God sees my heart and he knows I'm not doing anything really wrong. But are you? I mean, you know, in 1 Samuel 15, 1 through 23, Saul kept things and he saw that he was going to do it as sacrifice to God, but he was also disobeying in doing what his flesh wanted to do. I mean, I just want to impress upon your heart. Obedience from your heart is better than sacrifice. And I'm going to take it a step further and say that submission is even better. God doesn't want sacrifice offered out of obedience as a way of just dodging the consequences. And for us as seekers, dodging the consequences means, you know, the consequences might be, you know, if we eat the wrong food, suddenly we're not as strong as we were. We're suddenly weak around temptation perpetually because it builds upon itself. Or maybe we're just, we're not losing weight. We're just kind of staying the same. The consequences of our disobedience are meant to train us to choose a different path. The goal is to move beyond sacrifice and to do obedience out of love for God. We obey from our heart because we love Jesus and we want to honor him, not so we can get something for ourselves, not so we can just arrive at a size four. Sacrifice is about ourselves I mean, sacrifice is about ourselves. Like we do it in our flesh and it can weaken us. But obedience is really about God. I mean, if you start to look at it that way, when you when you look at sacrifice, sometimes you can see it as your fleshly sacrifice. But instead, I want you to flip it and see it out of the out of the way God is telling us in the Bible. Because obedience is like you being obedient out of your spirit for God. You're sacrificing in your flesh, yes, but you're seeing it from the perspective that God is telling us to see it from. And you're seeing it from the perspective of it being about God. We sacrifice our flavor and taste because we're trying to lose weight. And in that, we feel sad and we start to give birth to the consequences of FOMO, our self-talk and our reasoning. So what, but instead when we're obeying God, he is able to spiritually mature you. So don't see this as just sacrifice because that's a dieter's mentality. Start to really step into seeing your sacrifice is how you are being obedient to God because he is trying to spiritually mature you. And that's because our hearts are focused on him. Our hearts are focused on walking in his will with our trust firmly planted in him, the work that he is doing in our lives that we can't truly and fully and completely understand right now. We see how our daily obedience honors him and our goal switches from a number to a king. Obedience is an act of service. Of service. Obedience is... 
It's an act of love and it's God's love language. Like I've said before, our blessings come from our obedience because our obedience positions us for our blessings. What you do every single day counts. At first it's hard and that's because you're training your body to just be mastered by your spirit. And as your spiritual strength builds, so too does your obedience from the heart. So, you know, just trust that God supports your desire to lose weight because your health matters to him. And the fact that you're choosing to seek him for strength and your trust is in him versus a diet or a workout plan alone means that you're building your relationship with him, not a gym. The more you connect the dots here between your obedient heart and him, the more you'll receive from him more strength and more progress as a result. So remember that he has a plan for your life. And I firmly believe that that plan will require that you lean in and you learn how to be more obedient to his voice in your life. Weight loss is just a wonderful way to learn that. And the byproduct of a thinner frame will bring him glory along the way. So now it's just about stepping into the fullness of his plan for you as you step out of the fullness of your weight. When we see God and not a number on the scale, our hearts belong to God and our desires no longer serve our own interests. We know now that God desires to end our season of just practicing rebellion like our dieting has really conditioned us through sabotage and temptation. Because the Bible says that our rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft in God's eyes. That's profound. And our stubbornness to not comply and to perpetually cheat on our diet and all of those things, it's, it's as bad as worshiping idols. That's straight from 1 Samuel 15, 22. We face God. We Actually, we face his rejection, just like Saul did when we walk on the broad path, even in weight loss. And his rejection manifests as weakness to temptation and giving in to our excuses with our worldly reasoning. So when you sacrifice your food choices for God and you lean into obedience, do it from your heart with love and joy. Because your actions then will be honoring to God. Because after all, who you are becoming really is what it's all about, even in weight loss.